Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. All right, it's recording. It's recording. It is. The video's recording too. The video's recording too. Look, and there's, look, there's an empty seat here. Why? Because Amber Minogue is about to arrive. She's probably on a train or maybe walking on with her feet. That's how walking happens. <laughs> As opposed to walking with her knees. Hands or knees. That would be crawling with her <laughs> knees. I That's doubt true. that she's crawling here. To no. To be honest, she knows how to use her feet. So anyway, welcome video viewers and welcome audio listeners do you have more people watching than listening no 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 you have more, more, Many people, more listening. people listening even now with your even now your youtube is taken off ish i mean it's not ish it's fucking going really well some videos are doing much better than others it depends on the type of content that i upload this is true but your subscriber count has gone crazy the subscriber count has has improved did you get your your for those of you watching those of you listening sorry behind me i have the two little uh youtube uh subscriber things from this one of my main channels my main channel and the other initial channel what the fuck france yeah i've got i got my youtube shiny thing you did i even i I don't even know why i asked you that you did like a live yeah but then you know i did a live hey this is it and then i put it back in its box and i was like i'll put that up on the wall and then just didn't but that (laughs) i was so proud to receive it and i was like i will just you know people might be thinking where's your youtube shiny thing luke it's still in its box you know when i put it in the box at the end of that video that's it's still there you'll set it up in your new pod exactly pod room i haven't decided pod sky pods pods pod cave pod pod castle a pod castle shit that's good although i'm pretty sure it's already been taken by somebody maybe but i i sometimes will call my current place the pod castle because it feels a bit like um Again, I'm Above. up at the top, but yeah. I don't have a view. I just sort of see some of the rooftops and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and chimney tops. Yeah, that tops. makes sense. Like if you're on the top of a castle, like in the tower of a castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah sort of point. like that. And you see some of the ramparts of the castle. I don't know. Would, but, you, um, um, would you care to explain to the people who are, who are watching yes. why uh, it looks so good? I know you wanted to make sure because you were like, well, it's going to be a bit weird because the video is suddenly going to look amazing. Yeah, because the viewers might think, oh my God, why, how come this looks so much better than normal? With my Because normally I have... Uh, I have to say, uh, viewers, I have a webcam on the top of this laptop and the laptop sits on a glass desk with very wobbly legs. And so I talk and then I do this and the whole thing goes like that. It's like an earthquake. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my, my camera is... Uh well, it's not attached to the floor, but it's attached to the light stand. Those of you watching this, uh, you, I mean, now now that we're talking about the visual aspects, those who are just listening should probably go watch the YouTube. Um, but yeah, I have a light uh, that is lighting us currently that is behind the camera, and mm-hmm. the camera is attached to that. So it doesn't move if we shake the, t- the, the table. Which is, you know, this is how it should if be If we done. bang the floor, it does. See, you'll see it. See? A little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I see that. And if you see us looking over to the side, it's because I have a a, a computer that's showing what yeah. we can see. So if we're looking over here, 
that means that we're looking at ourselves. And if I'm looking here, I'm looking at you. Correct. And if I look at here, then I'm looking at you, Paul. And if I look here, then I'm looking at yeah. the ghost of, uh, well, the, the absence of Amber Minogue. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, that was close. I nearly, Did you almost knock I it? I knocked it and grabbed it and saved it. Mate. This is probably a good point to say that we are drinking beer, but I'm on the 0% because uh, I'm, I'm not drinking beer at the moment, um, except that I am drinking beer, but there's no, no alcohol in it. Do you reckon it's... Um, I, I mean, it's got. Uh, presumably, it's better. It what? If because what else is in the, the non-alcoholic beer I, that I, makes it taste sim- like what? Is there sugar in it? Because if there's sugar in it, then I don't then know. It's like the same as alcohol. So right? so well, there's no? several okay. reasons for my not drinking beer recently, and one of them is that I just wanted to cut alcohol out of my diet because, you know, health reasons and all that sort of thing. Um, And the other reason is because drinking beer every day means that you do put on weight. You know, it's got calories in it, but also it's the... um, you know what's the the act the the yeast, yeast yeast in it too? I think that does something to your gut. Okay, which is why you get the beer belly. Why beer drinkers get that beer belly, especially yeah. real ale drinkers. Y- where like me, I've got I just hide it in a black t shirt. Those of you who are watching this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, now you have to watch the YouTube. You can see my proper. If I turn to the side, hold on, and I stick my belly properly out. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, I've got to have. Ah, uh, you're doing all right. Video viewers, Paul, uh, listeners, audio listeners, Paul is standing up showing off his beer belly, but it's it's not, it's not showing quite off is not the right word, but yeah, yeah, maybe demonstrating or yeah, because showing off presenting. sounds like it's a positive thing. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm showing off my new car. Yes, you wouldn't show off your beer belly because you wouldn't. You're not proud of it. You no, only exactly. Show something off that you're proud of. So maybe presenting your presenting my beer belly, beer belly. Show, just showing, showing without the off, without the off part, just showing your <laughs> beer belly to the audience of viewers. So yes, the reason it looks so good here, if you're watching the video, and it may sound amazing too, because Paul's got a decent audio set up as well. Yeah, I don't uh, know if it's the, as good as yours, the audio, because my main, the, the, the main yeah. thing that I do is video. So I just, I want it to sound good as well, but it probably doesn't sound as amazing as it could if it was just an audio podcast. Yeah, because I tend to focus most of my attention on the audio. Although these days I have been getting more and more distracted by video. Uh, but I, but hopefully I've managed to maintain the, the general standards of the audio as well. But yes, we're in Paul's studio, uh, which is where he does his live uh, YouTube live stream uh, every week. And Amber and I, Amber's on her way did we st- i've said that already haven't i um <laughs> she's coming and uh i hope she doesn't mind that we're going to be filming already when she arrives no she um, she oh she on my way me too nearly there 15 minutes 15 minutes she so says. if you need to start dot 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 okay we well, did start we've already started so, <laughs> hi amber <laughs> so this is where paul records his stuff he's got lights he's got proper equipment it's all set up he's got space so that's this is why it looks so fantastic i was gonna say paul what's the situation but i think that we've done that haven't we yeah we are at the uh, at my studio which is not really my studio it's the um it's the 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 uh, what do you call it the attic of my producer the 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 the, the woman who 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 helps produce my stand up show uh, it's called Fanny, and uh, she that's that's the woman not the the stand up show isn't called Fanny the stand up <laughs> show is not called Fanny the woman is called Fanny she's a producer and right. she has uh, five six employees uh, that work in the office just below me but yeah. this was kind of like the um, the space where 
all of the extra accessories for the other people that she produces are so their stuff on stage like their their costumes or whatever yeah. if not costumes but like their the, their stage clothes yeah um yeah. accessories and that kind of stuff so yes. it was just like an empty space and because i was doing my lives from home initially during the pandemic uh i thought that it would be a good idea to uh leave the house because i was annoying my wife and baby mm-hmm. uh so i asked if this space was 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 empty and i painted the walls with uh, the help of uh, one of her employees and uh, set it up uh, to do my lives from here well it looks fantastic and it's very comfortable uh, audience i don't know if that's uh does that help the viewing experience anyway now i think probably the title of this video we've got to get to the actual content right? yeah, especially go. on youtube i think the title of this video will be something like russian citizenship test with paul taylor right now let me explain i need to i need to kind of get into my computer here this is gonna be amazing <laughs> no idea how this is gonna go um so th- now the reason that we're gonna we're doing this we're going to do a sort of russian citizenship test okay okay um and uh, so let me explain i think that maybe the best way to explain this would be to use um well to just read uh, this message from vadim who is uh, a listener okay. of my podcast so i feel like i've heard his name before it's possible on the, on previous podcasts that i've been on i feel like you've read stuff out from it's, him it's quite possible uh yeah there may be other people called vadim in russia who true, listen yeah. to this podcast but <laughs> no but as as you will as you'll see slash here um vadim has been in touch before okay so yes you may well be right right so this is the message from vadim which i i got a while ago it's been a while that this has been sitting in my google drive for a long time waiting going when are you gonna do me well now <laughs> so this is vadim's voice hi luke this is vadim one of let me start that again. Hi, Luke. This is Vadim, the one who proposed the idea of the Wispolep competition. How are you? I hope you're doing great. I am doing great. Thank you very much, Vadim. Uh, I have something for you. I know that among your audience, there is a large number of Russian listeners. And I wondered, how much do you know about Russia yourself? Not very much. <laughs> <laughs> as we will see. I'm I in think. the same boat as yeah? you. So I decided to create a funny Russian citizenship test, especially for you. Now, this has been sitting in my uh, Google Drive for a long time, so you you might say that I haven't been Russian to do this test. Hey! Hey, Thank you very much. Russian joke. Here we go. I had to do it. That's done. Now we can move on. So, Vadim continues. You can find the attached PDF file with questions and answers to them as well. So there will be answers. That's good. You can use it at your own discretion. You can go through it yourself. You can try it with friends. Or you can, ju- or you can just ignore this message and live a calm life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vadim, that's very nice of you. So I chose not to live a calm life, apparently. Because and- there's a lot of people that probably write to you as they write to me like incessantly. They just don't stop writing. Yeah. And yeah. they don't offer the chance of being like, if you don't want to read this don't worry about it yeah. enjoy your calm life they're just like why have you not replied yet yeah 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 quite a lot of insistent and demanding messages <laughs> i mean you know i i ask people to to write to me you know i do say don't be a ninja you know hiding and listening in the shadows yeah. do get in touch but then people sort of i don't know i mean i don't mind but it's difficult sometimes to to you know to respond to all of the yeah. requests and even even something which i think is is good really good like this and vadim spent a lot of time preparing this even something like that might sit for a while 
and I'm thinking, oh, I've got to do that thing. You know, you know the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, it goes like this. If you'd still decide to take this test, be ready to answer seven questions. The answers to which only Russian people know. Right. This so is designed gonna... to make us look kind of stupid. Well, and here's the ironic thing is that a lot of citizenship <laughs> tests, the people of those countries don't know the answers to those questions. So yes. if you take a British citizenship test, a lot of British people don't know the answers to those questions. Yeah. The French citizenship test, a lot of French people don't know their, like, the questions. So yeah. maybe this is like more of a true citizen do you know that's that's a good mm. idea it's like here's the british citizenship test. we've been through this we've done go on sorry yeah and then like here's what a real one would look like here's what you really need to yeah, know we've yeah. done, have we done this before well we've kind of touched on it okay several times right. we've done quite a lot of british citizenship <laughs> tests <laughs> the two of us all right but so we live busy lives it's hard to keep track Russian of everything citizenship test. so i love it uh, be ready before you open this file he says Sounding like Liam Neeson all of a sudden. Be ready. It's ready to use, and the information in it, by my count, is enough for you for an entire episode of your wonderful podcast. Thank you so much for your attention and for your incredible podcast that has helped many people improve their English and for me personally to move to Canada. Congratulations, Vadim. You moved to Canada, which is a good move because it's a good place, isn't it, Canada? It's a great place. Yeah. I love Canada. Me too. I mean... I've not. I'm, that's not true. I was going to say I've not. I don't know much of it, but that's not true. I've. I've. I've there's certain cities in Canada. You go. Hmm. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not amazing. Some some places in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. For the people are great everywhere, but some of the cities don't look great. Like Winnipeg. Yeah, I've been to Winnipeg. It's very brown. Why have you been to Winnipeg? Oh, I did a. Okay. Tangent time. Uh, so uh, I did a. a, a I went on. I went travelling in Canada with my cousin okay. in 1997. This is wow. showing my age, uh, and uh, we were like 19 years old or something. Okay, and uh, we basically travelled across the entire of Ca- entirety of Canada, almost. I mean, we did Montreal and Toronto and Winnipeg and Calgary and the Rocky Mountains. You know, places like Banff and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, Vancouver. Yeah, and we did it all in about a month. Wow, uh, travelling cool. on Greyhound buses. Oh. The longest bus journey. Oh, maybe the longest bus journey <laughs> I've ever done. Going from Montreal to Winnipeg in one single bus journey. Oh. 33 hours on a bus. Mate, that's like the one extreme of the country to the middle of the country. Yeah. Like, that's a long way. Anyway, we've got to bring this back on yeah. track to so Russia. So Canada. Russia. So Let's go. From Canada to Russia. From Russia to Canada. Back to Russia again. Um, let's finish Vadim's uh, message. He says, have a wonderful time and good luck. Good luck. Best. That's, you, you did that in the voice of the Liam Neeson bad guy. Exactly. When he's like, I, I'm going to find you. I'm going to. I will track uh, you down. I'll hunt you down and I will kill you. And the guy goes, Good luck. Yeah. I don't know why he says good luck. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't know what else to say. What do you say when someone says, I will hunt you down, I will find you, and I will kill you? What do you say? Uh, thanks. You know, what, do, what are you supposed to say in response to that? You know? Yeah. Uh, the guy was probably like, uh, God, I should have practiced more English at school. Uh, good luck. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, bye. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, so I wrote back to Vadim. This is a good idea. Thanks for sending it to me. I'm pretty sure I will get all the answers wrong because I don't have a clue. It could be embarrassing. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I should do it on the podcast, but do you think that my... I was worried now, then at this point. Do you think that my Russian listeners will be disappointed by my general lack of knowledge of the of the motherland? Is it the motherland or the fatherland? 
So, I mean, we I always just, say motherland, don't we? In, Russia, in though, is Mother Russia, isn't it? It's the Mother motherland. Mother Russia. I think so. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think of it. Anyway, uh, and Vadim said, yeah, don't worry, you'll get them all wrong, but this is the point of okay. this funny Rus- Russian citizenship test. Yeah, it's basically for your Russian listeners. Yeah, but other listeners, you know, from other and video viewers from other places, you know, feel free to send me your citizenship test from your countries too, which I will leave for, for, for a year and a half as well. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Uh, <laughs> so here's here's an example question Go on. before we even begin. So September the third in Russia is a good day to do what? Is and there's, we've got multiple choice. Oh, you got choice. multiple choice. I love it. Come on. So September the third must be a, a special day in Russia. It's a good day to a drink vodka from a balalaika. You know what a balalaika is? I don't know what a balalaika is. It's a kind is. of a musical instrument. Oh, okay. It's a sort of, yeah, like a, okay, that a sounds like stringed a, instrument. That sounds like it's a possible answer. I guess you could, a bit like a guitar, you could pour vodka into it and then... Uh, and drink. Then tr- yeah, that's... Difficult. Mm-mm, maybe. Maybe Dif- this is, they make a specific hole. For, anyway, next one. Maybe was, like, like, and then it pours out. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so that, B, crush wooden sleds with axes... A wooden sled, that's like a sledge that you would use to ride down the, the snow. snowy mountain. Yeah. And why Crush would they do that? Just smash up some wooden sledges with some axes. Okay. Sounds like the sort of random violence that you might do if you lived in in the middle of a cold country and all Maybe. you had was vodka. Yeah. And, Go on. And axes. Uh, C, turn a calendar upside down. Okay. Why would you turn a calendar up? Just uh, let's have fun. We turn calendar upside down. Uh, this is how we have a good time in Russia. <laughs> now you see, I've got to think about it from crazy times. I've got to think about it from his point of view, if I'm guessing, because I'm thinking right. One of them's right, and he's got to make up two other answers. Yes, right, three other answers actually. Because there's, oh, another, there's one. another one. Or on the third of September, do, do they hang winter boots out of the window? Oh, you see it's that, isn't it? I reckon it's that. Why though? Because it's the beginning of winter, it's like the beginning of when it gets cold. But why would you hang your winter boots out of the window when it begins to get cold? To just get the boots ready? Like, the boot, you have to say to the boots, okay, boots, it's going to start getting cold, so we're going to ha- hang you out the window to get you ready. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And the boots are like, but... I like, like the idea on. of drinking vodka out of a... Out of a, a balalaika. A, a, you like the idea a, of drinking how, how vodka out of How big is a balalaika? Uh, well, how sort of like this big, maybe small guitar size? I think it's... I think that that one is false just because it's too too stereotypical. Drinking yeah. vodka out of uh, uh, this Russian... No. Yeah. Um, the sled's weird. Calendar, maybe, because it's like... Maybe you turn the calendar upside down because it's the beginning of winter. I, it's got, I reckon it's got to do with the beginning of winter. In a sense that, like, one of those is a true thing. And then mm-hmm. he thought, oh, what's something else that's similar to, like, winter? What could we do to signify the beginning of winter? Yeah. See, and then the other two are just mental. The thing that makes more sense to me would be hanging your boots out of the window when the sun comes out, when the weather starts to get warm, to finally dry out those winter boots. That's a good point. Which are probably kind of a bit wet That's a good uh, point. for most of the winter, because oh. you're getting snow on them. Turning the calendar upside down, I all right, would say. Le- the... All right, let's do t- turning the calendar upside down. Um, right. Well, hey, hey, Vadim, where's the answer to this one? Oh, he, this is an example. And he says, I'm sh- he says, I'm sure you have no idea what it's all about, but I think it's okay to not know about everything. Oh, yada, yada, hold yada. on, hold on. I've got to now Google it. Sep- September. He has provided the answers. Oh, he has. For that uh, one. But not for this one. That's what I mean. September Come on. Third, Russia. Tradition. Tradition. 
Right, here oh, we go. No, you know what? I need the internet. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh, I think I do. Uh, get on. Uh, get on the. Uh, get on the internet. Cholele prod. Okay, we can just edit this. Uh, Cholele with a T. Yeah. I can't find it. Oh no. TCH. Oh, no. Yeah, I got it. Got it. Got it. You got it. Yeah, and. And in theory, now uh, my phone will. It'll uh, give me the password. In theory. Uh, yeah, there we go. Share Wi-Fi password, Luke Thompson. Share. Uh, oh, yeah, and we're in. How a Russian song about 3rd of September became viral. Okay. On this day, Russian social medias... Uh, don't... Uh, other... Users send each other pics with burning rowan bushes and a grey-bearded man who promises to come and flip your calendar. Flipping the calendar. Flipping the calendar. So what the hell are Russians celebrating? You won't find this holiday in any calendar, but pretty much everyone, every Russian knows about it. They call September 3rd Shufutninov Day. Traditionally, on this day, people flip the calendar, burn rowan bushes, remember their exes, and ask each other why. This all stems from the now cult song September 3rd about broken hearts in the fall, performed by Supreme Chansonnier Mikhail Shufutinsky. Shufutinsky. I like the pronunciation, Paul. Uh, all right. So it's, it's got nothing to do with what we thought it was, but we guessed the right answer. We got it right. I'm still not entirely <laughs> sure why Russian people flip the calendar, but, you know. because of a song. There we go. because of a song. That'll do. Okay. Russia. We, did we got that right? We got it right. So in the quiz, we would get one star. Okay. Now let's get started. Russian citizenship test for Luke Thompson. Thompson spelt wrong, Vadim. Oh, come on. He, at least he didn't write Pomson, which would have been even worse. But uh, anyway, let's let, I'm going to let that slide. Okay. It's all right. Now the introduction to the test. Um, I know people are thinking, get on with it, but all right, all in good time. Just relax, calm down. Please answer the following questions. You will get one star, because Russians do like stars, okay. as we know, <laughs> for every correct answer. Count your correct answers to get your score at the end of the test. Okay. The decision on your Russian citizenship will be made and enforced immediately. <laughs> okay. Do not close the door. I don't know why he's written that. Maybe that means that the Russian... It's like Gerard Depardieu. ...soldiers are going to come. Maybe. The Red uh, Army. Yeah. And then he's written, good luck, a copyright bad guy from Taken. Oh, so, there you go. So we went too yeah. far. Okay, question number one. Are you ready, Paul? Yes, let's do it. This is the real test now, not just a demonstration. This is the real thing. Okay, we have seven questions. Question one, what animals... He's written this in the Russian style. What animals we have in Russia should be what animals do we have in Russia. Sorry, Vadim, I'm correcting your English. But you're all right. You don't mind because you already made it to Canada. So, you you know, who cares <laughs> if, if your English is not perfect? It doesn't matter. What animals do we have in Russia instead of Tom and Jerry? So we okay. should probably explain Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, the cartoon of a cat and a mouse. The cat's always chasing the mouse, never gets him. Yeah. They're like good friends, but they hate each other. And they, they often, there's extreme violence involved in Tom and Jerry. It's a kid's yeah. cartoon from the 40s, 30s, 40s. Yeah. Uh, American uh, cartoon, Hanna-Barbera. Uh, Hanna-Barbera. Oh. oh, that's Amber Minogue. I think that's Amber Minogue. So Tom and Jerry, uh, Tom is the cat, Jerry is the mouse, Tom chases Jerry around, tries to catch him, and uh, Jerry does things like slams his head into a into a into a door, uh, or squeezes him into a trumpet. 
you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. And Tom, you know, or electrocutes him, or it's a bit like Itchy and Scratchy from um, from The Simpsons. I've got to stop fiddling with this, right? I'm a fiddler. I'll put that down. The, his Amber is coming up the stairs. She's gonna. Let's see if uh, we can use the brains of Amber Minogue to pass this. City. We're gonna have to explain the test to her now as well. We'll, we'll explain it in five seconds. Okay. We're Hello. Recording. We're recording. Is this all right? Oh, sorry. Look, it's the actual, It's the real Amber Minogue. There she is. Look, look, it's her. That's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just are you? Are you? Do you want a bit? Of, do you want a moment to just uh, no, acclimatise? I'm ready. I'm in. Do you want Amber's an alcoholic ready. beer? Do you want some? Awesome. Brilliant. Are you brought, oh, let me put them in the fridge yes. for the live. Because also, you didn't explain why we're recording this in my studio. The reason we're recording this in Paul's studio is because uh, later on this evening, uh, Amber and Paul, Amber and me will be guests on Paul's live stream. So that's why we've been invited to this lovely room. Uh, because uh, later on, in about an hour and 15 minutes, we will be live on YouTube talking a load of old shite. <laughs> okay? Right, so everyone's just getting ready. Um, do you want one of these now? Or do you want one of the other ones? What's, what's, are they all now? Some of the, yeah, I've got, I've got th- I bought three different types of non-alcoholic. Sure. La la la, I'm going to edit this little bit out. Do you have one of these? Because there's three other ones. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Right. It's like I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, it's like I'm psychic. I went to Monoprix the other day. Oops. And I saw... Supermarket. I saw uh, the supermarket. And I saw these, uh, my favourite non-alcoholic beer, Brewdog, which is your favourite beer. And the last time I came on the live, the last time I came on the live, I bought with me a non-alcoholic beer. And I was like, it's a tradition. It is. So I bought some, and now then you fancied some. I did, because, you know, yeah, I can't be on Paul Taylor's live stream without beer, right? So mm. non-alcoholic beer it is. I'm, I'm on alcoholic just because the team down the stairs are drinking, so I yeah. drank with them. You're the odd one out. I thought I would be the odd one out no. here. Like, oh, no, I'm going no, no, to explain right. that I'm not it's drinking. Right, right anyway. so, so do you want to do the explaining? Okay, do yeah, What's so the situation? Russian situation, uh, Russian... Um, citizenship R- Russian citizenship test by a listener called Vadim. Okay. These are questions that uh, he has come up with that only Russian people will know the answers to, but we've already had one of them and it's pretty funny. Okay. Now... We got it right, by the way. We did get it right. Uh, so, uh, we were on the first official question of the test uh, and it is... I, I didn't even hear the end of the question. We're just, it's designed to make us fail, by the way. That's sure. fine. It's all good. I'm, I'm, the I'm there for that. Yeah. I like to fail. Yeah, okay. So, so, what was the first question? First question is, what animals do we have in Russia instead of Tom and Jerry? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was it. Okay. So, is it wolf and hare? No. No? Why not? You're very sure. Why? Hare. I'm not feeling it. Okay. Wolf, yes. Hair, okay, no. well, let's... Okay, keep going. Let's exp- let's, let's, bear and bee. I'm, I'm feeling it. They like a bear in Russia. But yes, it is. It is. It's 100% that. How and do you I'll know? tell you why, but Go keep on. going. All right. What I'm, the rest? I'm for Bear and Bee. What yeah. are the other ones? It sounds like the name of a pub, doesn't it? The Bear, the bear and, and Bee. Do you want to fancy going down the Bear and the Bee? <laughs> bear and Bee for a pint. Um, <laughs> C is dog and cat. Nah. Standard. And D, elephant and mouse. Nah. That's Disney. Now, you're... you're, you're, you're very clear that you think it's bear, uh, bear and bee, and you and you have a reason why. I have. Uh, have you seen the, uh, uh, the? There's a cartoon on something Amazon or Netflix that Louise has watched a couple of times, and it's a Russian. It's called um, fuck. 
It's called Maya the Bee. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. You're That's getting confused. Yeah. There's a Maya the Bee, but there's also a Russian cartoon. With a bear. Big with bear. A, with a big bear and yeah. a little girl. Right. Uh, I, don't know, I know the one. Is that Mishka or something? Yeah, it something? is Mishka. That's exactly yeah. it, yeah. Uh, and there's a panda involved but as well. But that's not their equivalent of Tom and Jerry. No, it's not. But I, I, maybe they've got another cartoon with a bear. A bear makes Wait more a minute. sense. Your reasoning is that they've got one cartoon with a bear, then they've probably got another one. Although, <laughs> although I will say, bees are not very dexterous. Well, in cartoons they can be, can't yeah. they? Yeah. What do you mean, dexterous? Well, like, like Tom and Jerry, like, Jerry's given it all that. You know, he's a sort of cunning little mouse, and he outsmarts Tom. But a bee... It's kind of hard for them to... They, they don't have much range in terms much, of the things they, they can do. They can no fly a bit fingers. and sting, and what else can they do? Because so a hair could be... Because I could feel the Russians, they're dark. It's a dark nation, the Russians. <laughs> you know? Because they're yeah, so it's sort of like... Yeah, when you think about Russia, you do imagine sort of... It's, it's, it, yeah, although there are some amazing, beautiful places there where oh. the sun shines and it's all flowers and sunshine and wonderful things. And but for some reason, you do imagine a sort of dark, uh, cold tundra. place. The, t- the Arctic tundra. <laughs> well, most of it, I think, is that, apart from... <laughs> yeah, except the for the places are... where everybody lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm but gonna anyway... Go, I'm going to go bear and a bee. You're going bear and bee. Okay, I was feeling bear and bee, but to switch it up, I'm going to go wolf and hare. I would imagine that a wolf, and a, a wolf is probably a common animal in Russia. And a hare. And a hare as well. Listeners and viewers, if you don't know what a hare is, it's a bit like a rabbit, but it's a bit bigger, and they have longer legs, and they run very fast. And you probably find hares in the Arctic... Uh, and sure. other other regions. I mean, they're in Eng- they're in England and France. They're quite common animals. So well, I, I don't know. I feel like wolf and hare is the one I would go for as well. So the answer is wolf and hare. Oh. And it says from the new pogodi, which means well, just you wait. That's the name of the series. From this animated series from 1969 to 1986, in the the 2014 all-Russian poll, well, Just You Wait won as the people's favourite cartoon or animated series of all time. The series follows the comical adventures of Wolf trying to catch and presumably eat hair. Mm. The series' most common line is the eponymous New Pogodi, which you should pronounce because you're good at pronouncing things in other languages. Not Russian. New New Pogodi. You should should have heard him say a few words in Russian earlier on. It's very convincing. I had a a good friend, as I've said like 25 times on the show, Yes, uh, that Mm. was Russian when I was 16, Mm. and he taught me how to say Privyat Minyazavut Polkagdila. And what does that mean? That means, hello, my name is Paul, how are you? As far as you know. Yeah. It's so funny because today... <laughs> Maybe it doesn't... Maybe yeah, it's true. Hi, I'm Paul. I'm a wanker. <laughs> ah, the Russians are all laughing at you. Today, me and Sarah were trying to do some writing. Yes. And, <laughs> and we were kind of... And, but we're doing this thing, Luke, which I needed to talk to you about, actually. It's a children's project, okay. which I had uh, uh, wanted uh, to do oh, with yeah, you. Yeah. But then you brushed me off so many times. Well... <laughs> oh, I do yeah, with Sarah. Just, no, you don't have time. Yeah. But actually, we're trying to do something, and we're trying to do like a, a bilingual thing. But because we speak French and English, we're like, it makes sense to us. But would it make sense if the other language we couldn't speak? So you're wait, you're doing a project no. with Sarah to create some children's stories, and wait, and we're using French and English. I, oh, in the two, like using French and English, your target market will be France, 
but uh, the French parents will say, no, I don't want them to speak any French. We want them to speak only English, surely. Well, you know, that's a debate that we can talk yeah, about at a later yeah. date. Yes, but essentially, what we were trying to do is because we understand both French and English, we're like, how does it sound to someone that can't understand the language? So we put it into this app. And we made it speak in Russian. So all the all the English bits, <laughs> we put it in Russian. And so we had a story about a little spider. Spider is a really hard word. It's it's just like it's just a non-word. It's so small in Russian. We couldn't we couldn't understand it. And it and it was like raining and raining, dutcha dutcha, or something like this. And it was really amazing hearing it in wow. Russian. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful language. Like all so languages beautiful. are all beautiful. I think. <laughs> what some of them aren't. I know. Mm. Well, what would define beautiful? Well, I mean, when you get when you hear a language being spoken by the you know the the people who speak it, right? Yeah. Spoken properly, then all languages have got music to them, and you know, like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very diplomatic of you. No, I, no, yeah, I, no, I believe true. it. Okay. No, I'm, I'm right. serious. All right. I find that I love hearing other languages being spoken. Depends on the context, of course. If I'm on a bus and it's being shouted into my ear, yeah. then no. But you know, if if it's being spoken nicely in a story about a spider, for example, that's not bad. All right. Yeah, good. Mm. I'm going to find spider in Russian. It's all right. So yeah. we found a. Okay, found the first one. So, th- so there you go. There you go. Anyway, let's go move on to question two. Uh, what animal does every Russian see on the streets every day? What animal do? It's does like an emblem of Russia. Probably an Possibly. eagle. Go on. What are they? What it's are they? usually an eagle, isn't it? For emblems of countries, is it a a giraffe? <laughs> Large, you know, long neck. I think people know what a giraffe is. I think is, they I know suppose. what a giraffe is. You never know. Someone's like, oh, what? Uh, be a bear. They're just roaming freely in the streets, aren't they, bears? Like, <laughs> bus it... stop. Oh, waiting I'm... for the bus. Oh, uh, excuse me. Oh, it's a bear. Oh, sorry. Another bear. Oh, and another one. Um, isn't Russian... Isn't that their symbol? Like, Scotland is a unicorn and England is a lion and... Aren't Russians bears? Yeah, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Bears certainly are a big feature of, of Russian culture. Like, for example, uh, Street Fighter 2. <laughs> okay. Which is my reference point for Russian things. The character Zangief, that's how we say it in English, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's got scars all over his body. You know who I mean? No. Big wrestler guy from a computer game, a Japanese computer no. game. Let me Google with it With a big well. beard. We can bring it up on the screen. He's a fantastic character. Uh, he does what's this... It, what's his, how do you spell his name? Z-A-N-G-I-E-F. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So computer game characters will know. Uh, computer game characters, computer game fans, okay. video game fans okay. will know Zangief. And he... he he's got these scars all over his body. He got them from wrestling with bears. I see. Okay. This, you see, this is how mm. tough he is. So, so is it a giraffe? Is it B, a bear? Is it C, a lynx, which is a kind of wild cat? Mm. Mm. Or is it D, a gazelle? Mm. Which is unlikely, because uh, gazelles are pretty far from... What was the first one? A giraffe. A giraffe. Oh, a giraffe was the first one, okay. Both giraffe and gazelle, these are animals that you would find... In the, Serengeti. in the Serengeti, on the Serengeti plain, narrated by David Attenborough, <laughs> and here on the Serengeti, you know, yeah. you know how he speaks. I'm not going to carry on with the impression. I mean, you were burnt by a bear the first time, Paul. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, like all you, when you picture the stereotypical like Russian during winter, they're wearing a hat that's made out of a bear. They've got like the bear, you know, like it, the, yeah, there's, there's, bear skin. there's bear stuff going on. 
There's bear stuff There's going bear on. stuff going on, blood. Um, they've got bear bears in Russia. I'm going to spam. Um, I, I would say it's a bear. Come on. But I, probably an emblem. I don't think it's that just there are But they see every day. A, what, what was the question? Every day on the street. On the street. Like, it must what be... animal does every Russian see on the streets every day? It must be some sort of emblem on yeah. like signs or the municipality or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling I, just I'm... like the cock in France. Or the, or the ship for Paris. A ship? Yeah. Yes. Like I haven't a, seen a ship, have I? Well, when you, you see have. the fluctuous, whatever the whatever the Latin Paris thing is, art megatur, megat, whatever the thing is. Yeah, that one. There's right. no if idea you, what you're talking if about. You're, if you go to any merry oh, yeah. Yeah, public school or anything from the It's got the, the blue and the white exactly. the and the ship is the shi- white the in the ship middle. The ship is the symbol yeah, of Paris. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. go on. Okay. So, answer. Um, so the answer is a gazelle. Gazelle. Uh, a gazelle. Apparently, the gazelle is what? a series of light commercial vehicles, pickup trucks, vans, and minibuses oh. made by Russian car manufacturer oh. GAZ or Gaz. Until now, it's actively used in all Russian cities as a marshrutka, shuttle or public bus. Yeah, that was a good, uh, good trick little question trick there. question there. Huh? Yeah, there Very you go. Good. Very the, clever. And a there's, a picture, there's a picture of a, a Russian minibus yeah. here. Gazelle. There we go. Uh, and it's called a gazelle. Yeah, okay. A, f- a staple of Russian everyday life. Isn't, Fair enough. Isn't gazelle in French a slang for like ladies? Gazelle. Les gazelles. Maybe. I don't know. I've not heard that before. I think it might be a bit old, but I'm, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I remember thinking gazelles. Sure, oh, yeah. I can get behind that. All right, then. <laughs> gazelle, no? I, I haven't heard that before, but I can imagine that the gazelle would, uh-uh. could be an old, old Parisian slang for a sexy lady. So if you just heard the gling. Yeah, yeah I did hear yeah, that bling. It, yeah. it just means it's one hour until happy hour until live. showtime. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right, good. That all right, question three. September the... Th- oh, oh, we've done question three. Oh, is that the one? Yeah. Right, was, well, let's give it to Amber okay. then. Question three. It's September the 3rd in Russia is a good day to A, drink vodka from a balalaika. Mm-hmm. Which is, okay, you know, I know what it is. Uh, B, crush uh, wooden sleds with axes. Or or C, turn, ca- turn a calendar upside down. Uh, or D, hang your winter boots out of the window. Winter boots out the window. Really? Reason? Um, just, you want to, they don't need an excuse to drink vodka. Why would they ruin a balalaika? Um, They're probably designed to, to, to hold vodka, though, aren't they? Like most objects. Possibly. In, in possibly. <laughs> Crushing wooden sleds with axes. Uh, I feel that's, uh, they need their sleds. And again, they've got plenty of wood, those Russians. Turn calendar upside down. It's a possibility because it feels really random. Hanging the winter boots out the window. It feels like it could be something festive. Maybe it's because I'm thinking Christmas. Boots hanging. Like nice decorative boots. Look, uh, have you got your, put your boots out the window yet? Uh, well, I'm sure it's going to be something awful which happens should that be the right answer but so it's it's uh, the answer is in fact c turn the calendar upside down right. and it's it's because of a famous russian song um and the chorus contains these lines i'll turn the calendar upside down and there will be the third of september again oh and he meant um yesterday. I'll, t- I'll turn a turning ca- back time it's like yesterday it's all my troubles seem so far away and i'll just turn the calendar upside or down yeah yeah, like share. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's let's just keep on trucking here. Um, question number four: What do Russians expecting the lobster 
to do on the... Huh? What do Russians expect lobsters to do on top of a mountain? Right, what do Russians expect a lobster to do, or lobsters to do, on the top of a mountain? So if you put a lobster on the top of a mountain, what would Russian people expect it to do? Mm. Drink vodka. <laughs> Surely. Out of the instrument. Out of a balalaika. <laughs> with a bear involved yeah. some, it somehow. And a sled that it can slide right, down. Right, which you then smash to pieces at the bottom. in a nihilistic fashion at mm. the end. What are the, so, uh, what are the Would the lobster dance on top of the mountain? Mm. Would it go to war on the top of the mountain? Mm. Would it prey on the top of the mountain? Or would it whistle? That's whistling, just for those people who don't know. Yeah, that's the sort of thing you need to do on Luke's English podcast. I could feel it praying. Yeah? It's got those big claws. Be quite a... Quite a powerful prayer. Yeah, that's right. Madonna? Good at grabbing and, yeah, like a prayer. Like a prayer. I'm going to go like pray. A, like a lobster. Praying to get down that mountain. Could those big claws be quite good for praying. Paul Taylor? Don't they whistle? Paul Taylor like comedy? Uh, as opposed to the other Paul that's on the show <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, uh, what was the first one? Dance. Would it dance on the top of the mountain? Yeah, I'm going to say dance. Yeah? Yeah. Any particular reason? Russians like dancing. Yeah. Do they? Sticking the legs out. That one. Yeah. Is name? It's the Russian sticky out dance. The Russian the, legs the sticking Rasputin. the legs. Have you watched TikTok? The Rasputin I, TikTok. No. Oh, no. It's all over. It's just people like, you know the Rasputin song, the Boney M. Rah, rah, Rasputin. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russian king. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. It's amazing. Amazing. Well, it's it's high energy, and there's lots of sort of like young, healthy men who are dancing around to it, doing all the Russian jumping. What, doing the thing where they you fold your oh, arms and you go really low and kick your legs out and spinch oh. up Paul Taylor's uh, <laughs> desk? That one. That one, yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with dancing. Dance. Come on, it's dancing then. Yeah. The answer is D, whistle. Okay. Oh, How many have we got? We've only got one right so far, my right? Yeah. No, we've got ha- Hair and Wolf. We got oh, you've right both got well. Hair and Wolf. Yeah, so, Me and you've so, got the calendar. So mm-hmm. we've got, we got uh, uh, four, two stars so far. Okay. Um, whistle. When a lobster whistles on the top of a mountain is a Russian idiom. In fact, it's an adinaton. A figure of speech so hyperbolic that it describes an impossibility. This is clear. <laughs> the implication of such a <laughs> phrase... Like when pigs could fly, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Something so ridiculous and exaggerated well, that it means it would be impossible. When lobsters like, on a mountain whistle. When course. what lobsters dance on the mountain. Yeah, like, of course. Uh, so that would be something like, uh, are you, you know, are you going to go straight into the episode, Luke, without an introduction? <laughs> yes, I think I will this time. Yeah, and lobsters will dance on the mountain. No, whistle, whistle. whistle. Whistle yep, and whistle. whistle, whistle on the mountain. Mm. Okay. Um, the implication of such a phrase is that the circumstances in question will never occur. Yes. And in he's, oh, he look. said, the pigs will fly when a lobster whistles on the top of a mountain. Which or is when fine. chickens will have teeth. Yeah, chickens will have teeth. That's, That's the, the French, French one. French French one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's, he's added a, a nice picture of a lobster uh, whistling, I suppose, on the top of a mountain. A silhouette. Lobster. Silhouette of a whistling lobster uh, in a whistling pose like that. That's not how anyone ever whistles, but anyway. Sometimes. That's how lobsters, lobsters whistle. whistle. <laughs> oh, yeah. If a lobster whistled on top of a mountain, it would do it like that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Question five. What French name. Oh. Oh. 
Mm. Might get this one. What French name is most often mentioned on New Year's Eve in Russia? What French name is most often mentioned on New Year's Eve in Russia? Is it A, Jean-Paul? Mm-hmm. B, Olivier? C, Pierre? Or D, Serge? Serge. How do you say Serge? Serge. Serge. So, I'll say it in an English accent. Jean-Paul, Olivier, Pierre, or Serge? On New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve. What's special about New Year's? What saint is that? It's, it's Saint Sylvester, which is, I always yeah. thought we were going to go with that one. Saint Sylvester. La Saint Sylvestre. But they've got, and Peter is, what, Pietro or something like that in Russian. Because everyone's yeah. got a Peter. How do you say Saint Petersburg in Russian? Uh, some, I don't know. I'm, I'm, for some reason, the French version is coming into my head. I wonder yeah. why. Maybe because I live in France. Uh, all right. Je- Jean-Paul. You have to go with Jean-Paul. Why Jean... Well, because it's... No, it's Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre. So it's Jean-Paul, Pierre. Jean-Paul, Olivier. Pierre. Uh, Jean-Paul, Olivier, Pierre, Serge. Uh, I'm go- I, I have Serge for some reason in my mind. Okay. I don't know why. No, because because all the, you know, all that partying would certainly cause a surge of electricity across the country, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, Russian joke. 2.0. <laughs> come on, Humber, come on. It's, it's amazing. I was, I was just letting it sink just in. Just relax. Just enjoy the, the ridiculousness. No, I've been, I've been a very bad punch appreciator recently. Really? Was that a Pun gig? appreciator. Pun, any, any joker. I was at a gig the other day and someone said, oh, I'm thinking about this joke and you told it to me. And I was like, and he told me the punchline. I was like, mm. And then I just ignored him. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't think it works that well. Yeah, don't tell puns to Amber. She doesn't appreciate them. Um, I'm going to go with Pierre because I'm feeling Pierre. You're feeling Pierre. I'm where, feeling where, Pierre. Where, okay. Uh, does, is Pierre okay with that? He loves he's, it. He's, he's he yeah, you, it. You, you got his, uh, uh, what's the word for it? Consent. Definitely. Um, okay, it's Olivier. What? Yeah. Why? Olivier's, um, Olivier's salad. Olivier salad? Salat Olivier is a traditional salad dish in Russian cuisine, which is also popular in other post-Soviet countries. It's usually made with diced, boiled potatoes, carrots, brined dill pickles, green peas, eggs, onions, diced boiled chicken or bologna sausage you know with salt, pepper Sp- and mustard added to enhance flavour, dressed with mayonnaise. Only those things. Do you know what they call that in Spanish? I don't know. A Russian salad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ensalada rusa is what they call it in really? Spanish, yes. Really? <laughs> I have seen that. That is a Russian salad. <laughs> <laughs> it's the potatoes that gave it away in the pickle. I was like, Russian salad. So Amazing. they call it an Olivier salad. It's funny that some things like that, like in like the, the, the way the French call uh, leaving without saying goodbye is an English exit, but we call it a French exit. Mm-hmm. Do we not call it an Irish exit? It can also be called an Irish exit. I thought exit. we called it an Irish exit. Uh, Any, French exit as far as I had heard. Is it? But yeah. Okay. But it's like anything, especially between the French and the English, anything which is sort of rubbish, the French call it English and we call it French. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the Pepe the Pew, whatever his name is, <laughs> yeah. in the cartoon. He's French for us. For everyone. For everyone. For everyone. For everyone. It's just the it's French. Just for the French, France. he's Italian. <laughs> for the French, he's Italian. The, the only country that is more French than the French. No. It's everyone agrees the French, you know, smell. They're like, who would a skunk beat French? Everyone's like, yep, yeah, we're all on the same page. And the fr- and France like, no, no, no. Surely not. It's a stereotype about the French, isn't it? They smell of garlic. But I, I've never known No, that they smell. They no, just but smell. French they people just... don't smell as far as I mean. I mean... Of really? the mouth a little bit. Have because of the metro? Because of the... Of the cigarettes and the coffee, yeah, people's yeah, yeah, breath yeah. smells like shit here compared to okay. other 
countries. Okay. Their body odour isn't an issue, which is kind of the one of the... It's the misconceptions, yeah, isn't that it? They People don't think wash. they smell of garlic for some reason. Yeah, they don't wash, but... and then and that's why they smell. But I, I don't think... That, that It's ironic because there's more perfume brands in France than any other country. Maybe that's mm. because that's, they do smell. But that's like, <laughs> why do they need the perfume? <laughs> Maybe, it's, yeah. It's called the French douche. You know, the French shower. It's just perfume. But I think it comes from, historically speaking that people didn't wash and they did use perfume. What's ironic is in England, the, 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 the not the sewage, the plumbing is so terrible, mm. you'd think the English people would wash less than the French. Uh, they might, they may very well do. But maybe what? we don't smell, maybe we don't sweat as much because it's colder. We're not wearing know. a coat. Maybe we're just better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I doubt that. Of course. I doubt it. I doubt it too, especially these days. Olivia, okay, Russian style. Okay, he goes on and on. Uh, he goes on, but I think that's probably enough that okay. basically, yeah, we got it. It's the sal- name of the salad. And there's a oh, picture yeah, there of it. it. Yeah. Okay. Question six What tree <laughs> do Russians always want to hug when they feel sad? So if a, Russian's per- a Russian person is sad, they want to hug a tree. Mm. Which, which tree? Oh, God, we can see the answer. Don't look. Oh, I didn't see I it. saw the answer, so this is for you guys, all right? Okay. I've seen the answer. So which tree do Russians always want to hug when they feel sad? Is it A, the larch? Is it B, the pine tree? C, birch? Or D, baobab? <laughs> is baobab a Russian tree? What is a baobab? <laughs> it's... it's well, I'm pretty sure it's not a Russian tree. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds too exotic to be Russian. How would you spell baobab? No one, no one wants to. B-A-O-B-A-B. No one wants to hug a pine tree. Looking it up. Baobab it's tree. Africa, oh, it's right? the, the, those tall ones from uh, Madagascar. Is it, is the, are they in Madagascar? I don't or know. Or they just... I, I, I might be making that completely up. Uh, baobab tree is a strange-looking tree that grows in Africa, Africa Australia. Australia. Amazing that they they've they grow both in Africa and Australia. Yeah, but I feel Aust- like that's from the film Madagascar. Like they're all li- I, anyway. Okay, I would say that one almost because like you you're feeling sad. It looks like a giant. The, the thing about the baobab, like can we describe it? it? Can it's you like hug a, that? One, well, it's got one. Look, we need to describe it for the it's uh, a massive audio. trunk that looks like a penis. <laughs> wow, Paul! I mean, you can't, I'm, I'm, I thought it looked like I'm a looking at you myself, in a whole thought, new way. Look at that. Well, it looks more like a tree trunk than a penis, I would say. Anyway. Because uh, when I look at an object, when I look at a tree, I see a tree. I don't see a cock. Unlike some, unlike some <laughs> people. So, it, I mean, look at it. It looks like, it looks like the skit. I mean, look at it. I know what you're saying. Come on. I know what you're saying. I mean, this one does not. Well, it depends does it? on the person. <laughs> anyway, it's a very, tree with a very, very long trunk. Is and then just a bit of a uh, few branches at the top. By the way, can the video viewers see what we're seeing right no, now? No, they can't. Okay, so they're just watching three people look at the uh, screen. Yeah, I mean, I can. Okay. I can organise that and if, this I, is if like... I hit screen share. There we go. Now they can. Uh... Never mind. Never mind. I can add a picture of a baobab tree and I won't. I'll, I'll be very careful to make sure it is a baobab tree and not a picture of a penis because you never know what you're going to get on an image search. But I'll. I'll... Okay, so what, what, I don't, what birch? I don't know what a birch tree looks like. Birch is. is... Probably got like a silvery gonna, bark on it. Yeah, I'm going to go with birch because it's kind of silvery. It's a nice tree, a nice the birch. Tree, very the useful birch. when camping. Not sure. It's very hu- huggable, though. What's the other one? Uh, so, larch, Never which is another it. very tall tree 
The larch makes me think of Monty okay. Python's Flying Circus. Right, I'm going to go with the baobab, um, which sounds like a Korean dish. Mm. It does, doesn't it? Are we getting baobab after this? Before the life? I'd love a baobab, actually, but... Yeah, with a chicken one with egg on an egg on the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, so you're going for the baobab just because you like the name and yeah, it looks, and, and looks, and like it a looks penis. like something you'd want to hug. Yeah, you mean a penis? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Paul? <laughs> I like hugging penis-looking things. He likes hugging penises. I'm going um, um, birch. You're going birch, are you? Any reason why? Because silvery, silvery, and yeah. Okay, birch is the answer. Oh, come on! I'm so bad at this now, game. If, if you got this one wrong, there's no way you can you can claim Russian citizenship because Amazing. apparently the birch is considered to be the tree of Russian nationality mm. somehow. Mm. While travelling, this is a quote, while travelling for a long time abroad, a Russian often misses his native birches to hold a birch tree tight and cry. <laughs> That's the only thing a Russian wants to do in a melancholic mood and presumably drink vodka out of a balalaika, out of a balalaika with a bear. <laughs> in... Balalaika! <laughs> oh. I just, I like the word. Baobab. Balalaika. Balalaika. According to multiple folk, folk proverbs and beliefs, ancient pagan Slavs considered hugging a birch tree as a sign of good luck. Birches were compared to humans. Its thin trunk was frequently associated with a thin body of a young lady. Ew. M- uh, mm. Liking that less. M- modern Russians would never confess they hug birch trees on a daily basis. Only t- uh, traditional Russians. Mm. Modern Russians are like, no, 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 no. I don't hug birches. No. But aren't Russians always melancholy? Yeah, they are in the plays, aren't they? Russian they, plays. Very Russian much theater, so. A lot of, as, yeah, a lot of, you know, <coughs> melancholic okay. stuff. Okay, moving on. <laughs> There we can see a picture of Spider-Man in traditional Russian clothing, hugging a birch tree, uh, a little Aww. girl in traditional, a very cute little girl in traditional Russian outfit, uh, hugging a birch tree. How cute. Hold on. What's the right way to drink vodka in Russia? Out of a balalaika. <laughs> this is question seven, the final question oh. in, the, in the Russian citizenship uh, quiz. Mm-hmm. Test. Mm. Test. Question seven. What is the right way to drink vodka in Russia? Just by, is there a wrong way? Surely not. <laughs> as long as you're drinking it. Just for, as soon as possible, as often as possible. Okay. A, only for the reason. Huh? I think it means for a reason. Only for a reason and with lots of food. Well, this is obviously not correct. True. Yeah. No. Impossible. Because you, you don't drink vodka for a specific reason with food. Well, it depends it's, what the reasons are. Monday. Well, I suppose the reason, the re- yeah, Monday, yeah, yeah, exactly, or because you know there's vodka on the because table. Because there's vodka. Yeah. Uh, B. Looking into each other's eyes and shouting "Nazdrovye." Yeah, that that, that means cheers. That sounds pretty good. To, sounds pretty likely That's to me that there's going to be a lot of our heavy eye contact and shout. Uh, and That's the reason. Hold on. What is the the right way to drink? Yeah, it's definitely the right that. way. Looking into each other's eyes and, and shouting. Nazdrovia. Yeah. And see in small sips from a large glass. No, it doesn't sound right. No, like a large glass, like a pint glass with mm, a no. With, no, no, absolutely not. And. And that- D, no matter how, it just has to be drunk. Oh. So it doesn't matter how it's done, it just has to be drunk, yeah. which is our first oh. response. That does feel a little bit mean. It does, a impl- bit. Implying that they're terrible alcoholics. Although, recently, 
Uh, I did read something that I think England is the sort of third most alcoholic country. Yeah, but this is the this this is always. You know, we've talked about this before, where it's like, which country is the most, drinks the most? And it, every country drinks the most. Yeah. Because, like, England, we drink beer. Scotland, they drink, uh, you know, uh, whiskey. And yeah. they do in Ireland as well. It's like, which which city's the most metropolitan? All of them. Yeah. Everyone's like, everyone, everyone New York's like, oh, we've got the most international. Fuck off. London, oh, yeah, we've got the most. Shut up. Montreal, yeah, we're the most international. So it's the same exactly. thing. Name a country they've got their drinking traditions, except maybe yeah. the ones where except it's... Except Saudi Arabia. Yeah, exactly, as we say, but... <laughs> And anything in the middle. Oh, east. I'm sure that I'm sure there's booze to be found over there. Oh, there as definitely well. is, but you yeah. just have to look for it. Yeah, just, but, you yeah, know, just they don't pretend- talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so is it uh, the D? Doesn't matter how you do it; it just has to be drunk. Is a bit mean because there is a culture to it. Let's go B. Yeah, let's B. go. Let's go. It's the got eyes. to be B. Nazdrovia. The answer is. <laughs> Fuck off. Really? What? It, it says, A, only for a reason and with lots of food. What? Is this responsible what? drinking? Okay. Well, most Russians never drink without a reason. Yeah, but then how, How? what are those reasons? Monday. As <laughs> Monday. we said, Monday, or there is vodka, there is or vodka. I, 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 am, I need some vodka now, please. <laughs> he thinks, I think he means an event, an occasion, right, right, not a okay, reason. Okay. Most Russians never drink without a reason. A birthday, a wedding, a funeral, a national hol- holiday. These, these are all appropriate reasons to drink vodka. So there we are, you know, being very... It's kind of like champagne, I think, where you, you don't just drink champagne. Like, yeah. we're drinking beer. They yeah. obviously drink beer over there. It's yeah. not like they don't drink beer mm. or wine i guess on normal thing like normal occasions but if it's a special occasion yes. you get the vodka out you right. don't get the smirnoff out because that's shit you know yeah you've got, you get decent good vodka right um in the same way that if you're if you go like in france you get the decent wine out for a decent occasion you know yeah yeah mm-hmm okay fair um, enough the, uh, uh, it, however it doesn't need to be so pretentious you can always make up a good reason for drinking. Ah. Aha. It's Monday. But the important thing is that you should always have one. Okay. Okay. This is, you've always got to drink to something. Yeah. Well, this is sounding like those reasons are quite flimsy. Yeah. Yeah. But there has to be a reason. There has to be maybe a justification is maybe the, the yeah. thing. Before you begin drinking, make sure you have something to eat. In Russia, we call it z- zakuska. Which literally means a snack, but it isn't that simple. It's a bit like in in England, you can't you know you can't have a pint without a packet of crisps or some pork scratchings, something like that. Peanuts, dry roasted peanuts. It's not that. It's more like you had pints and then you realised you could have dinner or you could have more pints, and so you're like, <laughs> dinner is now crisps or pork scratchings. Yeah, or you just get a kebab uh, on the way at, on the way home. Exactly. You eat afterwards. You eat at three in the morning. Mm. Oh God. Shall I shall I finish reading that? I feel like you put some time into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, time which is now being transferred to us mm-hmm. and them, but it's okay. Um, uh, its history goes back to the traditional Russian ritual of greeting important guests with bread and salt, and in most cases, an alcoholic drink. Other traditional Russian, uh, other traditional Russian uh, zak- zakuska is cold cuts. That's bits of meat, I suppose. Yeah. Cured fish, mixed salad, meat jelly, Ooh. which sounds appealing. And they say English food's got a bad reputation. Uh, various pickled vegetables, such as tomatoes, cucumbers, sauerkraut, pickled mushrooms, open sandwiches, uh, and bread. 
And the fact is, you should never drink vodka without eating immediately something afterwards. Um, uh, and here is a fact. Russians never looking into, into each other's eyes while drinking. Oh. It would be considered very strange and weird if they don't, if you don't look into each other's eyes. Okay, so them coming here to France must be weird. And they will never shout, Nazdrovia. They will never shout it. Never, says Vadim. I wonder how many, I mean, this has not been fact checked by anyone and we're just taking Vadim's word for it <laughs> as if he's an, uh, an expert on Russian culture. Uh, I, I wonder if how many Russians will be jumping, piling into the comments section saying, mm. we shout it all the time, especially where I'm from. I don't know. So, well, Russian listeners, you can confirm or deny. Yes. That they're never, well, no, because it is interesting, like the looking in the eyes, like they're obsessed with it in France. Like you've got to look in eyes, you know, traditions around drinking. But it's like, wasn't there the whole thing about how Russians are not very smiley? And, you know, when people went there for the Winter Olympics and they were like, people of Russia, smile at our foreign <laughs> yeah. friends. Yes. Because, because yeah. we consider it really important, but it's not as, you know, there's those subtle but yeah. important cultural. I've had that if Russian students in my lessons, where in lessons I'm, you know, I tend to smile quite a lot because I like to enjoy my life. Um, <laughs> and so I'm smiling, and I've had a number of times Russian people just sort of stopping and saying, you like to smile a lot, don't you? Like that. Like, it's really a notable thing. Well, because they only smile. That's the, they only the smile. same answer for when is it for, correct to smile. There's a re- it has to be a reason. It has to be a reason to Well, we celebrate. smile for a reason too, because... We smile, no, we smile the whole time, because yeah. we're awkward. And we're trying to, like, yeah, but that's a reason. paper over that awkwardness with a smile. But that's a reason, though, isn't it? It's, it's, it's weaponising a smile, maybe. <laughs> there was this sketch about someone saying how the reason we don't kill each other is because we can smile. And, like, saying if animals could smile, it would be a lot easier. Like, if you, you could see, like, a lion looking over at a gazelle and the gazelle's just if like... If the gazelle's like, all right, mate. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, mate, what's oh. going on? Or just like, oh, here we are in the Serengeti. Oh, it's quite awkward, isn't it? Oh, lovely project. grass, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> and the lion's like, yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, right, OK. It just would be too awkward. The animals wouldn't That's kill maybe, each other. Maybe it'd be awkward. You know, we communicate. There's a lot of communication in... You know, eye contact and smiling. Yes. And when you meet someone different, like a different culture who doesn't smile or use eye contact in the same way, it can be very destabilizing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah, northern definitely. countries are, you get the, uh, uh, my wife, when she went to Denmark, she was just like, yeah, people just seem very not smiley and very, very, very dour. I think they don't have a word for please in, Den- in Danish as well. Oh, they do. Don't you ever watch any of the true crime? <laughs> No. Please. please find out who murdered my son. But you, I think they've got no, they've got no word for thank you, or, or maybe it's. No, please. I think it's please. Oh, where it's like please. when it's like you know, if you're in a restaurant, you're like, I'd like a beer, please. We say that in English, in yeah. French, like, ah, oh, une bière, s'il vous plaît. They're just like, I'd like a beer, because it's a waste mm. of time saying please, mm. because obviously you are saying please anyway. Yes. It's just like uh, this is what my wife has said. I don't know if it's true or not. She might be talking shit. I do. I do wonder <laughs> what it must be like if you are from Russia or you know country in this, that kind of region, and you come to a place where people smile a lot more. Mm. We must look like such stupid smiling idiots, <laughs> just like just smiling all the time, like like, like everything's great. <laughs> but then, I, you've been to Australia. 
I have. Yeah. So friendly. Yeah. It's destabilizing. Like you go to a shop and they ask you, but they do it with this intention. Like they ask you a question like, how are you? Or how are you going? Or something like this. But in this way that it's like, are you actually asking me that? Are you an idiot <laughs> or, or what? They engage in this much more <laughs> friendly way, which yeah. you don't know what to do with. Like, uh, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good day, mate. How are you going? You going all right, mate? How are you going? Uh, I don't know. What, what are you asking me? <laughs> How's it going? How's what going? Mm. Going where? That's none of your business. I just got here <laughs> off the plane. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but please, it's interesting. Like, we say it at home, you know, in your family. And I teach, you know, my son to say please. Like, he'll want something. I'll be like, uh, you want some water, please? But then there are other cultures, and I can't remember which, which don't use please in families because they consider it unnecessary, like overly polite. Right. In the way that, like, some French posh families might voo at home. You know, they think, like, you don't say please at home with your family. Like, we know we care for each other and love each other. Yeah. Mm. So it's weird. It is very interesting stuff. Now, I'm just counting our score. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, the, the lobster we, we got wrong. Um, uh, the, uh, the French name we the got French wrong. The French name mentioned in Russia every new year we got wrong. We didn't realise the Olivier salad. Uh, <laughs> the, the Russians want to hug. Well, you did say the birch. I got the birch. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. having that. Yeah. Uh, that's three. Um, and then there was the, the right way to drink vodka, which we, we got, got wrong. wrong. But we wanted to get... No, we didn't want to get, even get right. We were going to say they just drink it all the time or they look into yeah, each other. Yeah, we, we weren't close to Tricky that. Tricky Russian quiz. Tricky Russian test. Good one. Uh, we got three stars. So let's see what that means. So he has uh, worked it out. Two to, gulag. two to four stars. <laughs> it says, well, you will get your citizenship one day, but first you have to ask the lobster to get to the mountain and do some action. <laughs> Is he still waiting for a gazelle? <laughs> Right. <laughs> Meaning, yeah, is he still waiting for that minibus to, to pick him up to take him to the mountain? So, okay, we're not quite there yet. So, no. sorry. <laughs> no, you're not allowed in no. at this stage. I mean, we're not allowed in anyway because of COVID, but yeah, we're well, not allowed in. Oh. We wouldn't be allowed to stay, let's say that much. You got, did you get you a got booster? My third, you I got, got my third vaccine. Your booster, your booster jab. How old are you? 65? What? <laughs> I know people. No, they've opened it to everyone now, haven't they? I know people. No, you know people. I've got, I've you know, got you know a pharmacist, don't you? I know a nurse. Oh, you do. So you had your you had your booster jab, your third uh, mm-hmm. COVID uh, injection. Yeah. And so, how's the is your Wi-Fi in connectivity gone up uh, oh, since so then? Oh, so much better. She's on six yeah. G now. Yeah, six <laughs> G. Yeah, I didn't even need to use a GPS to find my way here. Did you feel the microchip going in? <laughs> I feel it coursing around my yes, body. Right. Yes, it's great. Okay, and so any side effects? No, serious. Talking seriously now, because uh, no, my arm hurts a bit, but yeah. no. Did you get it today? Okay. Yesterday. yesterday yeah i got i mean technically i got my third as well but it was my it was a second because i COVID. i got covid yes. and then i only needed one injection according to the french because covid already gave you that first yeah and then but because when i was going to the uk it doesn't matter if you've had covid or not if you don't have two jabs you are considered unvaccinated right turns out they don't give a fuck but i had another jab just in case anyway uh, and yeah, my arm was dead the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, That's it, just a painful arm, yeah, both of you. So no arm, other, so. no other sort of things. Because no. I had, um, I had an AstraZeneca, and then my second one I had a Pfizer. Okay. Uh, after the AstraZeneca, I felt a bit under the weather. I felt poorly, a bit fluey. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. when I got COVID, I was dead. 
Uh, what? Like it was, really? Yeah, actually it was, dead. Yeah, like mate. medically dead. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. No, I just, I it was, it was rough. Like I had it really badly, and then so the the two injections, my arm hurt, but yeah, your your immune system had already sort of in theory. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Okay, well, there you go, uh, everybody. Uh, we failed to become Russian citizens. No, no big surprise. Have, have I you been to Russia? I've never been to Russia, but I've been invited on numerous occasions by email. I bet you have. Uh, lots of people Not want me to go to. to... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amber. I don't get that joke. Amber did the Russian joke. That's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. You know what? I actually uh, a while ago when I had more time, I actually managed to go through so many old episodes and find all the, the moments Russian when joke. the Russian joke what? was mentioned. How did you and that do was that? easier than expected because it's pretty much only in the Amber and Paul episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair enough. And, and you just listen to them at double it, the speed. Yeah, I just like, skipped through really quickly and then found the Russian joke bits and I've ex- extracted all of the what? references, as, or as many as I can, and there's Are at least gonna- an hour of... of- <laughs> I'm going to do a rush. You're going to do a, 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 a compilation. Cut. I'm going to oh. do a Russian joke supercut uh, episode of Luke's English podcast at some point. So that's if, that's if those of you are watching line. or listening uh, don't know what this, the Russian joke is, <laughs> then you're just going to have to go back. I'm just going to have to go onto YouTube and Google "teacher Luke Russian joke" and that will explain it. But or not. the, the or annoying not. thing is that that I, I definitely haven't found all of the references. And being sort of the completest that that I am, I really want to. <laughs> get all of them but i can't there's not enough time in my life to spend uh, doing that ask the lepsters for help uh i could ask the lepsters for help yes yes if uh, but so, i don't w- want to well yeah because that's that's going to generate a lot more a lot more, a emails, lot more work a lot and more, emails yeah. and 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 so on okay and so i'm just going to use what i've got and create a russian joke supercut and uh that should be interesting oh it's such a shame we don't have the original like video of i wish that we'd recorded the moment yeah in the in the room when it actually happened you know people misunderstand it like people obviously people misunderstand it but they continue to misunderstand (laughs) the the, I don't know what is it now a meme or something I don't know it, yeah but like you know my brother like you know it, uh, uh, it hardly ever comes up with anyone else except you two <laughs> but then I was talking about designs because I asked my listeners to send in some designs uh, for for my merch store and there were a couple that referenced the, the Russian joke and my brother was like well it's not a very good joke and I was like <laughs> I was like do you even know you know, and and he didn't know that that uh, I I, disc- I told him the story, and he was like, "Oh, actually, that's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, well done." It's like, yeah, you see, it was a brilliant joke at the time. At but the time. that's the whole thing. It's all about the context. Context is everything. <laughs> didn't I send you someone else making that joke? Like, someone- yeah, you found it in a TV show yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not I like I, I invented that. the fact that the word Russian sounds a bit like the word rushing. He says, looking at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. That's it. That's the All Russian right. joke. Russian sounds like rushing. That's it. I'm out. Okay. Can someone else finish the episode, please? Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't manage to be Russian. No. no, you finished it well. You, we, we weren't rushing to get to be Russian. We weren't rushing. In, you know, we weren't in a hurry to pass that test. Let's say it's been how long now? Uh, an hour and ten minutes. Hour and ten minutes. I think that's that's perfect. Amber and Paul episode length. 
That's absolutely standard. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you, both of you, for taking part. It's been fun. It's been emotional. Uh, I will speak to everyone on the podcast again soon. But for now, it's just, I'm probably going to do an, en- an outro. Say thank you an to ending. Vadim. Thank you to Vadim for sending that very tricky test. Um, that was great. And I'm glad that we finally did it. But and uh, Go yes. and hug some birch trees. Go and hug a birch tree and drink vodka out of a balalaika with a bear and a lobster. Whistling lobster. A whistling lobster. And a gazelle. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.